<laughs> okay. So, uh, hello everyone. Welcome to the episode of Connected with Margaret Lee. This is episode number 32, and my name is Samly. For those who haven't met me before, I'm the founder of Connected with Confidence Academy, and I'll be the interviewer interview Margaret. So, how have you been, Margaret? Hi, Sam. How are you? Thank you so much for bringing on to your platform. Um, I've been amazing. Just spent the morning, um, you know, with a few people that I adore, connecting and sharing stories, and, and now here we are doing the same. Sounds good. Sounds that's interesting. And uh, what did you get to do over the weekend? My weekend was fairly quiet because I was in deep trance training. So one of the things that I do in my, um, you know, in my business is in holistic therapy is take people on journeys within their own unconscious mind. So deepening my own skills always adds and serves value, um, to, you know, the people that I help. So that's that's what I was doing for the last two days. <laughs> that's cool. Wow, that's very hard working. And then, like what I did over the weekend was just relax a little bit and do a little bit of work. But it, it sounds like you're very persistent what you're doing when you're doing it in the weekend so yeah you well you know when you when you find something that you love it doesn't really feel like work so I did mix in my training with you know walking meditation during lunchtime making sure that I got out and got some sunshine and um yeah you know tapped into and socialized this little as well but that's good that's fine so um so tell me a little bit about yourself Margaret. what do you, what do you like to do outside of work what's your passions what's your hobbies etc yeah, so I'm a bit of a mixed bag. Uh, traditionally, uh, in the last 20 years, before I made the decision in Feb, uh, I actually worked in the corporate world. But yep. there's an adventurous side to me. You know, I started this journey on on this path as a holistic therapist because of my own um you know, journey within life. Four years ago, I was that girl that was scared of, you know, I was codependent. I didn't have any confidence. I didn't have any of those things happening within my life. And it was traveling the world that changed that for me completely. So my first trip was on my own to Israel, to the Dead Sea. Um, you know, and, and that really pushed me <clears throat> completely out of my comfort zone and then led me to a path of um, not wanting to work in the corporate world in the more, anymore and realising that my passion was opening people's hearts and minds and it was through discovering myself that it was um, that, that, that kind of eventuated. So my hobbies, my goodness, I'm a very outdoor adventurous person, things like skydiving, you know, all of those adrenaline-inducing activities I love, but at the same time to balance it all out I also love to be amongst nature you know at the beach in a forest meditating or just enjoying the sounds of birds you know watching the bees go by so yeah there's a, a mixed variety of things that I love to do to occupy my time <laughs> oh that's really cool so um, I you mentioned that you were skydiving and enjoying this kind of stuff right wow um, I didn't I didn't yeah. I didn't hear. Uh, you mentioned that you like doing skydiving and extreme uh, kind of kind of go stuff. Have you, done, have you done budget jumping before? Yes, I did that in New Zealand. So, you know, actually, there's a funny story about why I went skydiving. Yeah. I used to have a fear of heights and I thought I can't live my life in fear of anything because that means that, you know, something else outside of me is trying to control how I do life and yeah. that was um you know the first step out of that plane was quite scary but at the same time it allowed me to realize that we really don't have control over anything 
And, you know, in order to live the life that we want, surrender is actually the key. So, yeah, that was a big aha moment for me. And something that's come out of that is me launching a platform, uh, you know, which is starting called 100 Adventures with Strangers. I want to take people out of their comfort zone to do what you're doing with people today, you know, teach them how to connect and um, just, you know, be who they are. Mm. Sounds good. Well said. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, like we we just said about bungee jumping, skydiving. I won't. That's too extreme for me. Like because I got, I got. I'm afraid of heights. So if I go in an opening, I'll be I'll be fainting already. <laughs> so, so is it something that you want to face? Not really, <laughs> because because I got high phobia. So um, so yeah. Like, I can we, totally relate to that because that was me as well. And I can tell you right now that once you do make the decision to maybe think about taking the challenge on, it will change so many things in your life because it's directly related to other areas. And sometimes you're not even aware of that. So I encourage you to just think about maybe taking the first step. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Adrenaline for me is driving cars, basketball for me. So it's in terms of extreme. I've already, well, I've been doing extremes. I'm kind of like, I'm not sure if this coming as extreme stuff. I kind of like, um, like it's going to theme parks, going to Gold Coast, and doing theme parks like roller coaster. There's extreme kind of stuff. I've done it before, then, but then like if you go skydiving, that that's like to the next level. So, uh, yeah, like I just try, try to uh, avoid that if I can possible. Yeah. <laughs> One place I can recommend if you do want to just push yourself a little bit out of your comfort zone is a place called AgroVentures in New Zealand. They have, it's like a a theme park for adrenaline junkies, but it's a a little taste into what you can do and then take it to the extreme. Because I have been, Scott, I have been bungee jumping in Queenstown. That was 134 meters. Toward the river, yeah. and I'm pretty sure people in China heard me because that's how loud I was screaming. <laughs> but it was the most freeing experience of my life, and I complete freedom when you've got no control. Yeah, I guess when you break through that, it's a sense of achievement, right? 100%. Yeah. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> so where the so, uh, where were you? So where were you born, uh, Margaret? And then, um, and where yes. you? So my background is actually but I was born in a refugee camp in Thailand and I actually grew up in Italy so that was my first language. Uh, I came to Australia in 88 and I've been here ever since but you know part of the journey of me doing what I love now and being who I am is because of the childhood that I had growing up. I think from the moment that I was born, you know, I'm not sure if you know about the history of Cambodia, but, you know, the reason we had to flee the country was because of the Pol Pot regime. So, you know, literally from the moment I was born, I was born into, a, you know, a country full of landmines. And yeah. that's kind of an amazing metaphor for life because that's what life's all about. Life is all about dodging the landmines that people or things or events placed within your path. Mm-hmm. And if you can learn how to manage your emotions and state and navigate that, that is going to change the meaning that you give to your life. And that is profound. That's mm. great. Well said. That's cool. So oh, you're coming here. Well, you're earlier than me. I came here when I was in 90, uh, 91. So it's been a couple of like over 30 years now for me. So which is cool. And <clears throat> so that's great. So, um, so your passion was doing a lot of adrenaline stuff. Did I miss anything else other than? Oh, my passions list is really long. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the type of person that um, 
to be completely honest, I used to be very shy, reserved. I didn't have any confidence, didn't want to talk to people. Like, it was really awkward because I was brought up in a um, family where it was tiger mom, tiger dad. You get A's or you get straight A's, and that was it, right? So I never really got to explore outside of that until I hit my teenage years where I became really curious. But, you know, as a result of that, it got me into a lot of trouble as well because some people don't appreciate you being curious. They think you're being nosy and judgmental. Mm. And so my point to that is um, I got to a point in my life where it was really awkward learning how to connect with people because I wasn't sure who to trust and who mm. not to trust, you know. So the confidence in uh, meeting new people was like, oh, my God, you know, can I trust this person? But yeah. I pushed myself out of my comfort zone after I crashed in 2017. There was some major life events that happened mm. that caused me to take a look in the mirror and say, like, who am I? You know, like I've had this life, but who am I really at heart? Mm. And one of the things that I wanted to do was improve my memory. So um, what happened was I was really good at meeting people, but I could never remember their names. So I started doing something which was a bit weird. Mm. I used to take selfies with everybody because that was a trigger for me photographically in my mind I could remember the conversation if I saw their face mm. so that's actually how I started even coming onto social media four years ago I wasn't even on Facebook I did not want to be on it because I was so reserved and scared and shy and all of that yeah. but what I found was is that um you know by stepping out of my comfort zone and having the confidence to just go up to people and say hey who are you just like you did to me Sam like you know I had I've never met you before today, but we can have a conversation about many things because yes. you had the courage to reach out and say, what are you about? You know, would you like to share who you are and how did you do it? Mm. So that's exactly how I did it. I made a decision in my mind and I said, I don't want to be that awkward, like, you know, migrant kid that doesn't talk to anyone and just does their math homework. Mm -hmm. I wanted to go out and actually really experience the life and all the adventures in the journey. And it's been amazing. I've been now to 10 countries in the last five years before you know the world decided to put us in our rooms for a while but it's that you know for, for people listening out there if you are scared of doing something I can tell you right now I was I've been exactly where you are right now but the best thing you can do is just take a breath and take that first step you know just make the decision in your mind and do something wacky like take selfies with a hundred people so you can remember the conversation you had and mm. that was the first step for me anyway <laughs> that's great very motivational i like that uh, straightforward um so that's good no worries so um this question is uh so why did you become a, a holistic a holistic therapist Okay. Yeah, that's a beautiful question. So I haven't been to the doctor in 10 years and there's a reason for that. You know, when I was going through the height of my lowest points in my life, yeah. you know, and going through depression, you know, I've been through, um, I, I survived suicide at the age of 19. Yeah. I realized that um, when I started having migraines 10 years ago, the doctors prescribed to me codeine and I wasn't a fan of it because it made me feel like I was dead inside. I literally fell asleep at my desk. So I started seeking holistic, uh, you know, therapy. I started taking, um, I started going to an acupuncturist. I started getting cupping. I started getting into the Eastern medicine and the traditional ancient ways of life and wisdom. 
So in the present moment, I, you know, I practice my quantum flow. I practice my meditation. I practice grounding with nature. You know, I'm learning at the moment um, the white tiger Qigong, which I'll be teaching people as well. And I truly believe that everything that we do is powered by the one thing that we're all gifted, the breath. You know, if it wasn't for the doctors saving my life when I was a baby, I was born premature into a refugee camp. There was no incubators there. It was all the will and the breath of uh, the life within myself that sort of, you know, got kept me going. So I realised that after, after saying no to the doctors and saying, no, this is not for me, I don't want to take medication to, um, you know, solve something within my body. I started doing research and realizing that we have the power to heal ourselves. The best doctor is the one within your own mind. And maybe, you know, I think for people listening, if there's something going on with your life, maybe have a big holistic view of your life as a whole like I'll give you an example there's a lot of people that I used to work with in the corporate retail asset management world that would complain about migraines but they would also sit there and soak themselves in perfumes and makeup things that were laden with chemicals and I would say to them have you tried not wearing perfume for one day and maybe drinking water like because we're made up of over 70 percent of water right but none of them would be drinking the water so it made me think like so if we're majority made up of water then that and it's as simple as drinking water let's try that Mm -hmm. that was one of the things that stopped me getting migraines that was one of the things that stopped me calling in sick to work every single month so I thought there's something in that you know And then I found the world of, you know, quantum physics and consciousness and, you know, all those other beautiful things like epigenetics that I absolutely love now. And and this is what I want to teach to people, you know, before we had all of these things in the world. um, If you look at traditional Chinese medicine, you know, it was all elements from the earth, from the ground, from, you know, the space and environment and animals and plants around us. So, The drive for me is that, you know, I'm 40 and I've never been fitter or healthier in my life. I don't take supplements. I don't drink coffee. I do nothing except water, sleep and holistic, energetic inner work. Um, You don't know that that age though. You look like uh, 30. Yeah, you know, and there, there must be something in that because if you look at some of the eldest Kung Fu masters, you know, they're still thriving at the age of 100 plus when people now in the modern world in their 50s are struggling to walk down the street. So maybe there's something within that that people can take away and think, oh, wow, okay, maybe maybe I need to look at my life from a different perspective and see how I can elongate the longevity of it by doing something simple as learning how to breathe properly. Mm. That's very cool. Nice. So, yeah, what a journey you've been through. So, and uh, what were you doing before uh, becoming a, a holistic therapist? What were you? What was your? Uh, yeah, it's funny. I just did a post on Facebook this morning about my career path. You know, I've had a few different jobs and working within the family environment. I was actually peeling onions at the age of eight. fast forward all of that in the last 20 years i've been in corporate australia i've been working um you know different areas legal financial administration social housing compliance accounting and um but what i found was that there is no 
um, there was no heart in what I was doing. Yeah. You know, that's it. I was just doing a job and it sucked the life out of me. So at the start of this year, I decided after I climbed the mountain um, with no harness, I thought if I can climb a mountain in 40 degree weather with no safety harness and we should have had like, you know, all the safety gear, why can't I jump out of off this mountain and just do what I love, which is speaking to people, connecting them to themselves, opening their heart. It's scary. Like you have a fear of heights, right? Uh, you know, and, and I can blow that out of people. I can show them that there's a different perspective and give a different meaning to that. Um, so, yeah, Crawford Australia has served its purpose for me. Will I never go back? I don't know. Maybe in some way or capacity I can use the skills um, and, you know, the, the things that I have now to add value in that space, which I definitely think is much needed because looking back on my own journey, I was suffering with anxiety and stress and no time and I was, you know, beaten by the corporate world because not only that when you're working in an environment where there's bullying harassment and all of these things that people don't talk about are very present it can take a toll on you mentally physically and emotionally and so that was uh the history of you know the corporate career for me and i went from earning six dollars to six figures you know with no university degree so Mm -hmm. if there's somebody listening out there and you're not sure about what you want to do with your life Mm -hmm. take a breath and take the first step you know Mm -hmm. find something that you're truly passionate about because it doesn't feel like work like now i'm serving people uh and supporting them emotionally and mentally uh, and people that have severe, you know, disabilities, and I don't even like to call them disabilities, they're gifts. So, you know, to be able to work with people and really help them open up who they are at heart, that's what I'm passionate about. I'm not passionate about what I was doing before, which was allocating money to different um, accounts. And that was actually um, a really good vehicle to understand how the business world works. And it served its purpose. So I'm grateful for it. That's great. Very well said. I guess I can relate to your past as well, being uh, depressed, being anxious about your previous uh, experiences. So yeah, that's what makes it very inspiring for you to tell it to tell it to the whole world. That's what they uh, buy from you. So yeah, keep it up. Good work there. Good work from there. And how long have you been uh, holistic now? Holistic therapist now. Yeah, look, I think I've been a holistic therapist my whole life. I was always that person that people go to when, um, you know, something, somebody needed a space to be heard in. So, you know, formal training, all of that. Is there, you, you know, people can go out now and do like a basic NLP course and be a therapist within one day. But, you know, being a therapist is a lifelong mission. So formally speaking, you know, a couple of years, but um, I, I don't think there's any training better than life experience itself to be able to serve. I see a lot of people out there at the moment that have really amazing marketing and branding campaigns, but then you actually get to work with them and, you know, you don't get the results that you want. So for me, it's about being in service and I can congruently say, Uh, with 100% integrity that everything that I teach I've been through myself Mm. and I know um, you know how to help people see that within themselves I I don't tell people what to do you know my job like 
as a holistic healer is introducing people to parts of themselves that they've never seen or accessed before in order to realize what it is um, that they can gift. Wow, that's great. I can relate to that as well. That's very cool what, what your journey has become. Um, that's great. So um, that leads me to the second last question. How do you, what's the secret behind building rapport with people? Do you, do you have some tips for the viewers on how like, they can socialize better with your, with your tips, your hints and tips? The master tip is one of my favorite taglines. If I want to be free, I simply have to be me. And the reason that's so important is because if you're authentically yourself and you remove um, all the fears and judgment and expectations of other people and you are simply yourself, you never have to keep up the charade. You never have to pretend to be anybody else. People will really get to learn and know who you are at heart. So when your name comes up, they'll know. Like, you know, for me, for me personally, some people are like, oh, I know you as a really calm Zen person. And some people know me as, oh, my God, you're like that adrenaline and junkie that loves riding motorbikes and jumping out of planes you know so the master tip for people that I have to really embody who they are is to be who they are yeah. and sometimes it's a scary thing because like I had to do four years ago you have to get raw and real about like the stuff that you think you were the labels you know the the, the things that other people have labeled you with but do the work do the inner work have a conversation with somebody and find out who you really are because there are so many people that um you know put up charades and want to fit in but it's not about fitting in isn't it funny that to fit in you actually have to stand out so that people understand when they know who you are they know exactly who they can be around you which hopefully is themselves so yeah my message is if I want to be free I simply have to be me so just be just be just be you <laughs> All right, as well, very poetic. <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah, that's great. So, I guess it's really about being yourself, being your authentic self. So, others can be inspired by you and do the same with for themselves as well. So, which is good. That's that's good. It's a great summary, uh, Margaret. So, that's cool. So, this me to the last question. Um, how do we find more, more find out more about you, Margaret? What's your website? Uh, what social media accounts are you active on? Uh, can, you, can you tell me a bit about that? Yeah, social media is probably the best way to reach me, you know. Um, so Margaret Eliza Lee is my um, Facebook handle. I also have an Instagram account, which is neo underscore mastery. That is the website for my business. Um, and that's under construction at the moment. So if you look for it, you won't find anything because it's not up yet. <laughs> I um, Like I said, I've been serving people without the form formalities behind it because, I mean, I think the easiest way to reach me is just to give me a call. Send me a DM. We will connect you know we can um have a conversation and take it from there yeah. but also um yeah email as well so otherwise if you've missed all that reach out to sam you've got my details you can put us in touch um yeah it's super easy to find people on social media these days and yeah that's good so did you i say would love to hear from you you know if there's something that resonated with you with part of my journey and um i really am passionate about you know I'm basically unearthing that inner child within people because I believe everybody has a wild child within them. Yeah. And I truly think that if we all lived like that, we'd have such a better place to hang out in called yeah. Earth. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool. All right. So, yeah, that's great. So, um, did you say your website was under construction? Yes, neomastery.com. 
Mm, okay, cool. All right, thanks for that. So yeah, uh, Margaret, that leads uh, to, draws to a close of the interview. I would like to speak to you maybe further, but uh, that's all the questions I want to ask you today. And thanks for participating. So a uh, few is on YouTube and our podcast. Uh, you know how to connect with Margaret. She's very inspiring uh, with her story. And if you want to connect with her, please connect her with her social media account or check out, check out herself in our website. Uh, so yeah, Margaret, I had a good time with you and I hope uh, we'll keep in touch. And uh, yeah, I'll be posting this uh, this uh, interview probably uh, hopefully end of this week or, or the earliest of this uh, next week. So yeah, did you have any questions for me, Margaret, before we end? No, not really. It's really hard to compress somebody's life in 20 minutes, but I am looking forward to having you on uh, a podcast as well because I'm really curious about learning how you became um, who you are mm. before you became who you are. And uh, for me, the journey of people and, you know, um, yeah, how they eventuated within their timeline always fascinates me. I'm always connecting and meeting new people. And, yeah, thank you for allowing me to come onto your platform and share and no. I look forward to the next time. Yeah, no worries. It's just, I guess we're just doing a favor for, for each other. So I'll do, you do, your, I'll do your interview first and you'll do my interview. It's good. Reciprocal, which is good. Uh, I'm excited to go into that. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Margaret, uh, nice speaking to you. And I hope uh, have a good weekend. And then I'll see you in the next your podcast. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me on. Thank you to all That's the great. listeners too. No worries.